Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's give him a hand of praise. Greet you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus, and we want to say Merry Christmas to you. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! As we come to worship the Christ that is in our heart, Amen. He's the Christ that is in the manger of our hearts, Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to just, uh, the Lord bless you. You may have your seat while we bring our greetings again to the convention. Praise the Lord. Amen. Apostle Lord, we are very grateful that you have given us this opportunity to fellowship with the saints, to come and labor with the saints uh, this weekend. And we want to thank the Lord so far. Praise the Lord. What can we say about that greetings? Amen. I'm going to read every 23rd chapter when I get home, brother. <laughs> I'm going to read every 23rd chapter. There is something that might be healing there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But we greet, uh, we greet each and every one of you and all the elders and pastors in the uh, congregation this morning. So the Pastor Owen Palm, we want to just greet each and every one of you. Praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, greetings again from uh, the, the saints back home and uh, wife and the girls. I uh, spoke with them late last night, early their time, and so they all send their greetings. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, just before we stand for the reading of the word, let's just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we, we are grateful again, Lord, oh God, that you have brought us together this weekend. Father, to come and, and uh, just rejoice. Come, Lord, and appreciate the thanks, O oh Father, that you have given us through your servant, the prophet, Brother Brandon. Lord, we are so grateful. We are humble, Lord, that, God, we have found favor in your sight. Yes. That, dear Lord, God, the same angel that, Lord, Father, visited Mary, have visited us, Lord, in this day. He has met each and every one of us at our well, Lord, Father. And, oh God, he have called us to this holy calling. The Lord God in our body, we can bear it, Lord Jesus. Oh God, our Father, Christ the Lord. And, Lord, we are so grateful this morning to have the privilege, oh God, to come and labor with your people, Father, in lifting up Jesus Christ. Labor with your people, lifting up, Lord Father, the glory of God that you have brought upon us. Almighty God, this morning, as we, as we sit, Lord Father, in expectation for what you would do, Lord God, among us this morning, we want to remember the ones that are feeble, Lord. We pray to God, Father, many, Lord Jesus, their faith, Lord, our faith have drawn us together this morning, oh God, but some are bearing infirmities in their body, that, oh Lord, we are trusting and believing that the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. Oh, God, we pray for our dear sister, Lord, Father, 
Oh God, that you would touch her, Lord, Brother Congress' wife. Lord Father, we ask that, Lord, you would just bless her with healing this morning. Almighty God, Father, Lord, and, and, and we thank you, Lord, for all of those sisters, oh God, that been making food ready for us, Lord. And after the meeting, we ask special blessing for them. Oh God, and all the workers, Lord Father, we want to pray that you bless them, Lord Jesus. The deacons, oh God, the ushers, oh Father, the technicians, Lord Father, God, the musicians. We just ask that, Father, you put a special blessing in the way that God, they are ministering to us, Lord, that we can have the comfort of sound, we can have the comfort of music. Oh God, we pray that you bless each and every one of them. And bless, oh God, Father, Lord, the local pastors, oh God, Father, Lord, that have brought their congregation, Lord Jesus, to support the meeting we ask that you bless them oh father lord god we ask for oh lord jesus you bless our dear brother father god apostle lord in this assembly bless his wife oh god bless the church oh father that have the burden for these meetings oh father we now committing ourselves in your hands for service this morning Oh, God, myself and the congregation, we pray that, Father, you just set us, set us aside, minister to us this morning. We love you. We appreciate you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. I went home and I was uh, uh, just have my heart before the Lord, thinking what we will will be be fitting to bring this morning, and uh, talking on the harmony of the of the the conscious and the subconscious. There's a subject that uh, I deal with uh, uh, the harmony. Brother Bram talks about that over in the. Uh, in the Pagamos church age, where he speaks about the harmony that will be between the father and the son. So I thought that's what I, will, uh, I, was, I was having that in my mind to speak on this morning. <clears throat> but then this morning, while I was praying and, and asking the Lord uh, 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 to just help me and uh, looking through the word, for some reason, uh, my mind went back to, to what we was preach on this morning. The Lord, as we trust the Lord for our help, let's stand to our feet. We will go to Matthew chapter 2. <clears throat> you know, some preachers uh, are blessed in a way that they, they can be uh, occasional preachers. You know, if, if there is an occasion, they, they, they're quick to grab a, an inspiration, and uh, uh, some of us struggle to be an occasional preacher. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so uh, uh, to, to be able to bring a Christo, uh, Christmas message is a struggle for me this morning, but uh, uh, I, I pray that the Lord will be able to help us. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 2, verse 
Let's read from verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he was marked of the wise man, was exceedingly wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem. And in all the coast thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise man, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah was there the voice heard, lamentation, praise the Lord, uh, all of these fancy things, I kind of through my reading now. In Ramah there was a voice heard, lamentation and weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and will not be comforted because they were not. May the Lord add blessing to his, the reading of his word. You may have your seat. This morning, to uh, try my best to be occasional. <laughs> so for this occasion, we want to speak on Rachel weeping for her children. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. It's amazing how God has been able to expose us to some of his deep thoughts that were in his mind. I remember Brother Branham in the message, question and answer in Genesis. He was talking about the beginning of the creation of the word. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And something he said there that, was, that is amazing, how God, to give us an idea, not the forethought, but just to give us an idea. And that has always blessed me to realize that behind every scripture, there is a deep thought. The scriptures are just an idea of what was in God's mind. And that's the reason why the spirit of revelation is very important. And like the prophet said, it can never be overemphasized. How it is important for our daily, daily life. So we want to look at this prophecy, but I, I'm going to come from a place this morning that a couple of months back, yesterday I was speaking and I was talking about uh, the, the conscious and the subconscious and how signs uh, have been able to 
to uh, refer back to uh, the, the Titanic and he used the earthberg, uh, the one on the surface of the water and the one beneath the surface yes, of the sir. water. Yes, Praise the Lord. But I actually got interested in that subject because I was listening to a podcast and, uh, uh, and it referred to one preacher that was on board their ship. And uh, being a young man, because he was called to the ministry at a young age, and all the desire that he had was for lost souls. So one of his brother or the cousin was testifying of hearing him pray in his room and he was crying to God and say, God lying on his face and say, God, give me souls, lest I die. And that scripture, that thought stuck to my mind. That statement stuck to my mind. But as the story goes on, he was on board that ship. And, uh, uh, and at the time of the Titanic, he, he had lost his wife, so he was bringing his daughter over to the U.S. because he was invited to the, uh, uh, the Moody Bible Institute. The church invited him to preach. So uh, he was coming with his daughter and, uh, and, and also, I think, his, uh, his sister that was his nanny, one of the two and uh, the nanny to the little girl. So uh, 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 all the, the women and the children were given the lifeboat and the elderly also were given the lifeboat to, to leave the ship. And he took uh, the nanny and his little girl to the lifeboat and told her that he will be back. And he spent the rest of his time on that ship Every man that he met, he asked him, do you know the Lord Jesus? Praise the Lord. And he was making convert while the ship was singing. And as the story goes, the ship sank and right in the mess of the ocean. He came up from under the water, lying on, uh, on the surface of the ship, and he met the man. Now this man who gave his testimony many years after in Canada at, uh, at a meeting where survivors of the Titanic met. And he would give that testimony to tell the word that he was the last convert of Brother John. He said he met me on the water and he asked me, was I saved? I said, no. He said, uh, do you know that if you die now, you know where you are going? The man said, no. He says, I want you to give your life to the Lord Jesus. 
It's just, but, and the substance that he was lying on was not very strong. So when he said that, he went beneath the water. And after a while, he came up on the water again and he asked the man, are you safe? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. And the man said, I'm not sure. He said, all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Praise the Lord. And that was the last time he saw the preacher. And the preacher drowned. But those words haunted that man while he floated. And there he gave his heart to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some of the amazing things that God can do. And the man became a preacher. So as I, as, as I, as I played the podcast and, and I went back, I went back and searched out the history and read a little bit about it. But the, the word that stuck to my mind was what his, his brother said. He lying on his face and he was crying and said, Lord, give me souls, lest I die. Yeah. And that word stuck to my mind. It took me back to Genesis chapter 30. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 30. Verse 1. And I believe that when Jeremiah in his days with the burden that was on the prophet Jeremiah of seeing, uh, having the burden of prophesying that the children of Israel would go into captivity. And seeing how God's people are going to labor and all of the things that will happen, Jeremiah took on to weeping. I believe it was the spirit of the Lord. It was that ox anointing on Jeremiah. He became a weeping prophet. Now weeping for the children of Israel, he got so caught up under the anointing. And he remembered by inspiration that there was a time word. One of the mother of the patriots, Rachel. In, in uh, 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 Genesis chapter 30, verse 1, the Bible says, and when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, 
Give me children. Or else I die. Praise the Lord. Give me children. I believe that's the weeping that Jeremiah was referring to when he said Rachel weeping for her children. Give me children. Now when you read that in the scripture, the Bible says Rachel envied her sister. <clears throat> It's easy for you to take that into a negative connotation. It's very easy. Because that is what the fallen flesh will do. But we have to realize that even though those Old Testament characters, they were in the fallen body, the fallen nature under the law, but there was a divine prophecy that was hanging over their lives. That's the reason why Brother Branham said many of them utter out things that they had no idea of what they were doing or what they were saying. So that we look into the mind of God as we look in the scripture, you look at the word envy, it comes from a root word that means zealous. In the by sense, in the negative sense, it could mean being jealous. But you realize it's the same word that the Apostle Paul used when he says, I'm jealous over you with godly jealousy. Praise the Lord. Have you ever heard someone told you, I envy you? Praise the Lord. Whenever the person tells you like that, it's all, it always comes from a sense of appreciation. When a person cannot say it, that's when it's evil. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If a person cannot say it, if they can just look at you with their eyes and look up and look down. Ah, it's coming from the bad blood. But when a person can say it, you know that it's coming from a good place. <laughs> So the word actually, on the prophecy, it means that there was a zeal, there was a passion. There was a passion in, uh, in, 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 in Rachel, wanting to be a mother. Praise the Lord. 
We have to realize that all the Hebrew mothers that heard of the promise of the woman's seed, all the Hebrew mothers that heard of the promise of the woman's seed have all aspired, praise the Lord, to bring forth their seed. So all their craving for a child was under the inspiration of the prophecy of Genesis 3. Praise the Lord. In verse 8, the Bible says, Richard, she gave her, her maid, beat her to, to Jacob, just like Sarah did. And when the maid had a son, Verse 8, the Bible says, And Rachel said, With great wrestling have I wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. As I was studying this, I read that I, 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 I took a place here from the Amplifier translation. It says, So Rachel said, With mighty wrestling in prayer with God, So you see, her wrestling was not actually an attitude to her sister. But she wrestled with God. Just like Jacob will wrestle with God. <laughs> with mighty wrestling in prayer to God. I have struggled with my sister and I have prevailed. So we see there is, there is a lot of uh, deep thoughts of God that is around this. But as we look into the subject, I want for us to go back a little bit. And look at this. Genesis chapter 11 verse 30. The Bible says Sarah was barren. Genesis 25 verse 20. The Bible says Rebecca was barren. Genesis 29 verse 31. The Bible says Rachel What's Barry? Now, what is it? What is it of barrenness that was in the life of all of these patriots' mother? 
When God called Abraham and gave him a promise that he will be the father of many nations, then what is it that barrenness was seen in all of these patriots' mothers? Praise the Lord. If you go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, I'm, I'm going to read from another version here just, just because of the context of our thought. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was barren with no form of life. So what is it? So you see, because just like Brother Timothy said, God told Moses, speaking to the Exodus children, he said there will be no barrenness among your women, among your male, among your cattle. Praise the Lord. So we realize that there was a healing thought in God's mind. You know, he's a father that likes to create expectation for his children. He likes to keep us in suspense because he's going to surprise us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like that, that dad that tells the children, I'm going to get something for you and they keep asking, what is that? And it starts to pick in your brain. Is it a watch? No. Is it a phone? No. Praise the Lord. Now the child becomes so anxious. She's excited, but yes, she's anxious because she has a promise. Praise the Lord. That's the scene that the promises of the word do for the believer. It creates expectation. It creates some sense of anxiousness. Because we know God has said it. We know he's going to do it. So we realize that almighty God had a thought in his mind. Because right from creation, he started to express a sense of barrenness, a sense of emptiness. Then after he would come with his spoken word, 
and he will speak to the barren earth and say, let there be. Then the earth that was barren will bring forth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I thought about it, and you know, I was just there studying and says, My God, there is there is just something in this thing. Why would the Petrus mother? Sarah was barren. Rebecca, Rachel, praise the Lord. But when it came to Jacob, uh, Joseph's wife, when it came to Joseph's wife, she was not barren. When it came to Moses' wife, she was not barren. They were all Gentile women. Yes. Oh, I need strength to preach this message. Come on, give me some strength. <laughs> give me some strength. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Branham says Moses' wife was a type of a Gentile bride. <clears throat> you see that all through the scripture. And even uh, 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 great women that God will use for major fulfillment in the time of, of, of scripture or prophecy. Manoah wives, she was barren. Hannah, that would bring Samuel, that would change the dispensation of Israel, she was also barren. Just before the coming of our Lord, the priest Zacharias, the Bible said he was a righteous man. A man that was faithful at his post of duty. But yet his wife was barren. That's the reason why the prophet Isaiah could say, Rejoice, O barren! <laughs> Rejoice, O barren! Because your maker is your husband. Oh, glory to God. 
Praise the Lord. So we see that Almighty God, the prophet has always taught us to look at the big picture. He has always taught us to change our glasses. Stop being narrow-minded and look at the big picture. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. There was something in God's mind. There was something in God's mind. This picture makes us to realize that God has so much interest in his spoken word seed. Praise the Lord. We have to remember that Creation is just a type of redemption. Future home, Brother Branham said, the same way that God dealt with the earth is the same way he's dealing with you and myself. <clears throat> but creation was never called a plane. Redemption was called a plane. <laughs> So redemption, like Brother Branham said in Christ is the measure of God revealed. That was God one and primary goal. Because it's in redemption, he, he could display his attributes. Creation could never bring out all of his attributes. But it took redemption to bring out God's attributes. So the plan of redemption is more important to God than even his creation. Oh, praise the Lord. So you will see that the Apostle Paul, over in Galatians chapter 4 and Romans chapter 3, he starts to teach on the very same thought. Being the, the, the first age, age messenger, because the, 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 the fullness of the mystery was not revealed, he could just see in part. So he said, by the Lord shall no flesh be justified. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. So, Paul taught the Galatian church and what he was bringing to the church because he took uh, the, the, the case of uh, 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 the bound woman and uh, and the free woman. 
just like I said yesterday, you will also see in type that uh, Sarah, she brought in her maid, which was Hagar. And Hagar was a Gentile girl. She was an Egyptian. Rachel did the same thing. And Bilhah was a Gentile girl. She was a Palestinian. Or a Philistine. When you look into the history. So you see, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, Brother Branham taught us what? Ruth bringing, I mean, Naomi bringing Ruth into the redemption. You see, all of these things were playing out because there were the thoughts that were in God's mind concerning his redemption. Praise the Lord. Christ is the mystery of God revealed. Brother Branham says, God was slowly unfolding his thoughts. He was slowly unfolding his thoughts. Taking one character and another character, but he was slowly unfolding the thoughts that were in his mind. So Paul, the Apostle Paul, show us in Galatians as he talks to those Galatian believers to make us to realize that the Lord, as good as the Lord was, the Lord contained barrenness. That's the reason why legalism can never bring forth Christ. Brother Branham says they would take a woman to be flexible, relaxed, for her to conceive seed. The Lord held barrenness. Praise the Lord. That's the reason why no flesh, no man will be justified by the Lord. So God shows in time. So we see here that Rachel, I always love that scene. You know, every time it plays in my mind, I see Rachel coming up there to Jacob and grabbing him by the belt.
Praise the Lord. This was a woman that meant business. This was a woman that wanted to be a mother. There was something in her to be a mother. She talking about the belt. <laughs> and said, give me children. Give me children. And Jacob was so backslided. He said, am I God? He was so nervous. <laughs> he had never seen his wife behaving like that. <laughs> he got so nervous. I can even see him shaking. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so you see that God had a purpose why he had to keep Abraham for 25 years. But yet he promised this man that you will be the father. God said, no, you're going to have a son. Why did it took that long? You see, because God's promises are tied to his seed. When God makes a promise, Praise the Lord. The promise of Abraham being the father of many nations was tied to a seed that had to do with redemption. Praise the Lord. Paul the apostle says, if a believing man has a believing wife, I mean unbelieving wife, and he chose to stay with her. He says, that's okay. Now you see, the apostle Paul was coming from the place of redemption. Redemption was God's principle taught. Redemption should also be ours. 
granted me the message uh, uh, respect. He said God was going to kill Moses. He would have slain Moses and raised up another man. Because Moses got so excited about his new commission. And he forsook the covenant of circumcision that is tied to redemption. Praise the Lord. So you see, redemption has always been God's principle taught in his mind. Oh, Paul says, don't stumble the weak believers. If it is okay for you and it's going to create a stumbling block for them, he said, don't do it. Why? Because of redemption. Redemption should be the thing that is driving us. Redemption should be the driving force. Because redemption was what brought God from glory. To become man. Redemption took him to the cross. We have got so caught up in, the, in this, uh, you know, church mind and personality mind and nationality mind. And that's the reason why the church all through the ages has struggled. Praise the Lord. Redemption has been the driving force in God's mind. And he wanted to be the same for you and myself. If it is not because of the Redeemer, God is not in it. Praise the Lord. That's the reason why you will see all of the men that God used as types in the Bible. There were portions of their life that came never close to Christ. But the areas of their life that were a type of Christ was always in the place of redemption. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there was a picture in God's mind. And he showed through the scriptures. He showed through the Old Testament. How he has given his Lord 
as a principle. But you see, there was a thought behind that law. Are we together? Give me children. Lisa died. Brother Bram talking about Jehovah. Wanting to bring forth his attributes. Praise the Lord. Question and answer Genesis. He says, uh, he says the Logos was around the throne. And we all were represented in the Logos as children playing around the throne. Praise the Lord. So you will realize that in Rachel cried in her, her zealousness. Praise the Lord. That might have looked like an awful sin. There was an inspiration that was coming from her soul. That we can call the voice of God. God crying out in every age. And saying, give me spoken word children. I want spoken word children. Praise the Lord. God is not crying out, I want church members. He's crying out in every age. That's why he sent a messenger. And the Holy Ghost is going to grab that messenger by the belt. And said, this message must produce fucking word, children. That's the reason why the prophets had tough lives. Every one of them had tough lives. Because God was holding them by the belt. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jeremiah on an inspiration could see how the seed of Abraham was disobedient to God's voice. And he wept. And he wept. Because the people could never grab what was in God's mind. Praise the Lord. We are so blessed 
that the Holy Ghost can remind us over and over and over. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Praise the Lord. St. John chapter 15, Jesus would teach his disciples this principle. And he would teach them the thoughts of God's mind. I'm the vine. You are the branches. Now what God is looking for is fruitfulness. But God, that desire fruitfulness, why do he keep us in a period of barrenness? He desire fruitfulness. But why do he keep us in the period of barrenness? We get barren in our finances. We get barren in our productivity. But yet he desires fruitfulness. So you see, every time that God creates a, a, a situation, a circumstance of barrenness around our life, it's because the fruitfulness that he is going to produce. You have to know that he says every seed must bring forth of his kind. God is more interested. In the production of the spoken word seed. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Oh, you love the Lord. I'm very well sure you do. Amen. Brother Bram shared in crisis the mystery of God revealed, or the uh, spoken word is the original seed, actually. He speaks here. Thank you, I appreciate it. I got so anxious I left mine. Spoken word is the original seed. The prophet of God said, he says, now watch. Remember God's law of reproduction. After its kind. 
the seed of Christ, the word, must come through the body. Praise the Lord. Amen. And there, Brother Branham will tell us that the promise that God gave there in, in Genesis was kept until Mary conception. Amen. He said because there was no one that was able to bring a spoken word. There was no one that brought a spoken word seed until Mary. So you see, beyond everything that God has blessed us with and he has given to us, if we would just understand and, and realize that God's purpose of our life, amen, his purpose for our life is all in his redemption plan. We will be fruitful. We will be fruitful. You see, the, uh, 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 we go with the mind of uh, uh, the thoughts of fruitfulness. And, actually, and actually, in most time, we want to see, uh, uh, you know, something different from ourselves. In the way our natural mind understands it. But God wants us to be productive. Because we are to declare the glory of God. That's what we are made for. To be able to reflect him. Praise the Lord. If you read Isaiah 53... There's a place in Isaiah 53 that says, The pleasure of the Lord will prosper. The pleasure of the Lord. The first time the word pleasure was used in the Bible was Abraham. He said, Well, I have pleasure with my wife. Praise the Lord. So we have to understand that God's purpose of, uh, of, of a female nature, because he made man in his image, male and female. So it takes the tool to bring the full image of God. Praise the Lord. So in every age, God has sought out a people in whom his pleasure will prosper. And Isaiah the prophet on the inspiration, if you read from Isaiah 52 coming to 53, he described the cruel mugging, the scorching, the beating 
that our Lord Jesus will have gone through. But yet, that was God's pleasure. It pleased the Lord. That was God's pleasure. God found a body. He found a body where his pleasure could prosper. And if we will realize this morning, the reason why he sent Malachi 4 to sound out a message and say, come out of her, my people. The reason why Malachi 4 sounded is for God to get a people where his pleasure for this last day and people were the pleasure of the Lord will prosper glory to God hallelujah thank you brother amen we're the pleasure of the Lord if God's pleasure prosper in Christ his pleasure will also prosper in the bride of Jesus Christ Praise the Lord. Oh, God's pleasure was healing the sick. God's pleasure was raising the dead. God had pleasure feeling the multitude. God also had pleasure going to Calvary. He had pleasure raising the dead. Healing the sick. He also had pleasure when he went to Calvary. Praise the Lord. That's the reason why whether in the good time or the bad time the pleasure of the Lord will always prosper in your life. to God. Hallelujah. And anything you have pleasure in is something that you enjoy. Praise the Lord. Anything you have pleasure in it's something that brings you a sense of joy. A sense of comfort. Brother Juan, are you telling me that God have comfort in my affliction? 
believe that almighty God looked down from heaven. Praise the Lord. And he tapped the shoulder of the angels and said, come and see. <laughs> I have a young woman down there that is going through everything she's going through. But she still come to church. She said, praise the Lord. She said, thank God. My pleasure. It is not you having pleasure. It's God that is having pleasure. provision, his spoken word deliverance, his spoken word healing so he creates a state of barrenness praise the Lord do you know when you say God I need more of you you know what you are telling him you are saying give me children Lisa died. When you say, God, give me the Holy Ghost, you are telling him, give me children. So God has to create a state of barrenness to make you zealous. To be able to bring that garlic crib from inside. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. says what what does it take to make Christian life he says now I want you to notice in the beginning God our father look over this blank earth and it was nothing but one great big board of water and God sent his Holy Spirit to the earth the logos that went out of God. 
And it began to brood over the earth. And the word brood means to make love. Oh, just like the dove cold and the great Holy Spirit over the earth. As in a mental picture, we are going to make it like a wing. With a great wing around the earth, brooding over the earth, making love. Brother Branham said, it's making love, cooling. Come, come. The Father has ordained you. The Holy Ghost moving over the earth. Cooling and saying, come, seeds, come. Come up, seeds. <laughs> the Father has ordained you. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Brody making love, cooling, come, come. The Father has ordained you. I'm coming to perform what the Father's word has said. Praise the Lord. That's why his words go out and it don't return back vow. Hallelujah. Second coming of Christ. Second coming of the Lord. Brother Bram said, Thing of eight. We, we are not only engaged, but we are married. The church is married to Christ. We are the wife of Christ, bringing forth children. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we see here, as we follow this thought, that God, in every age, has had great interest. In his call out people. He has had great interest in the people that have received the messenger of that aid message. Because God's purpose in his mind is to be able to bring forth children. Praise the Lord. But let me turn another corner here. Over the age of Christian history, there has been great evangelists that have gone to and forth through the earth. They're evangelizing for souls and winning souls and bringing people to the kingdom. Has been the blessing to the world. <clears throat> but there have been many men Many men that have been so 
burden for winning souls. And getting people to come to Christ. And giving people the knowledge of Christ. But not many have been successful to be productive. Because throughout the ages it had just been bringing people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. But I believe that God desire more than that. I believe he desire more than just bringing people to the knowledge of a prophet. The same mistake that the ages made, it looks like we are making the same mistake. We get satisfied when we bring people to the knowledge that God sent us a prophet. And just like I said, not many were successful to be productive. When many evangelists were on the field bringing people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, their children were slipping to hell. When many would pack the Bibles on their arm and walk through the neighborhood. To bring people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. They will come home to a wife to fuss with and condemn and abuse their children. Rachel weeping for her children. I believe that God's purpose of sending us a talking life message Brother Branham said that talking was the highlight of his ministry. The blood of the Lamb of God striking the human soul. It's because God wanted a better productivity. Oh my. Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me? Because I'm ready to preach now. We were just laying the foundation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give me children. Praise the Lord. 
we realize how much responsibility we have? How much responsibility that the Apostle Paul will call us an infeeder if a man cannot provide for his household. That word provide is also the same word that is used for a seer. A man being, a man being a visionary looking over his household. Amen. Praise the Lord. Do we realize how much? Brother Branham said when God promised him the promise of the promised land. A land flooring with milk and honey. The prophet said there was no physical milk and honey. But it was a land where they can call their own. He said a land where they can grow their crops. A land where they can be able to harvest and sit down with their children and rejoice over what God has given. No wonder the commission apostle is that it must begin at Jerusalem so you are in the right place. Praise the Lord. Amen. And our Jerusalem is at home. Praise the Lord. Amen. If the purpose in God's mind, redemption, redemption is all about relationship. Redemption is all about relationship because the only ones that can be redeemed the only ones that can be redeemed are the ones that are related to him. Praise the Lord. So you see, we can, we can rejoice over the mystery and we can rejoice over all the great things, the healings and the discernments. But I believe in my heart that God's intention is for this message to affect every form of our relationship. That's the reason why the prophet of God said 
It must make us a better husband. It must make us a better wife. We must be better parents. And our children must be better children. It's relationship. Rachel weeping for her children. Praise the Lord. I believe it's God's purpose. He wants us to enjoy the Holy Ghost. And he said, this promise is unto you and to your children. It's unto you and to your children. And to as many as the Lord our God shall call. Many of us have been caught just like Moses. Praise the Lord. Thank God that God also has raised up some Zipporah in this age. Now while we were so busy about our commission, about our career, about our job, there were some Zipporah that were at home taking the sharp stone and applying the talking to the children. Oh, let us appreciate the sisters. Let's appreciate the mothers. Let's appreciate the sisters. Thank God! We wouldn't have had children in church today. If we didn't have godly mothers. together he was surprised this way brother Branham said he said and so a good praying wife or mother can do more for the kingdom of God on her knees at home <laughs> oh let us appreciate the sisters can do more for the kingdom of God on her knees 
at home. So you see, while we are so busy about our ministry, our commission, our career, she's evangelizing at home. She's saving souls. <laughs> She can do more for the kingdom of God on her knees at home than sometimes the preacher can do on the platform. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Are we together? So you see, we have got, we have got under that stage of that prophecy. With all the things that are flying on the internet. And all the negative things that are coming against the message. We have a young generation. If there is a tomorrow, we expect these young people. Praise the Lord. Yes, I will reverse it. We expect we young people. <laughs> we expect we young people. Because I'm not an old man yet. Praise the Lord. And it has become a burden. Every word around the message word. The cry for young people. The cry for our children. Praise the Lord. And many times we want to blame the internet. The internet has nothing to do with it. The internet had his influence. But we were commissioned to apply the token. We were told by a prophet to apply the token. We were taught by the prophet to be examples to our children. Rachel weeping for her children. I could go on in, 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 uh, in the line of what my message is, but I've fed eternity about the Holy Spirit. We can dwell on this a little bit. God expect us. How are, we, how, are we, how are we going to be spoken where she is? Yeah, yeah. 
Praise the Lord. It is our responsibility to create a thirst. It is our responsibility Praise the Lord. I believe it was Smith Wigglesworth that told his daughter, his daughter got married to a missionary. And he was always traveling. And he visited at one time and he told his daughter, you can win the whole world for Christ. He said, but don't let my grandchildren go to hell. We have a responsibility, people. We have a responsibility. We have to relate to these young people. Praise the Lord. Some of us came from the days of the revival. They are in the age where everything seems to be dry. They are dealing with uh, uh, the, the, the spirit of their age. They are dealing with the internet and everything that is happening out there. Don't we remember that Brother Branham said the lead was taken out of hell? And how demon spirits will be streaming to the earth? That's what they have to deal with. And many times we just take an attitude. Praise the Lord. A good friend of mine called me one time and we were talking on the phone. And he told me, he said, Brother Juan, pray for my boys. She said, you know, we were, we were fellowshipping and talking a little bit. And pretty soon, by the grace of God, I could pick up a sense of fear in him. I told him, I said, I said, brother, let me say this to you. I said, many times, let me bring it to the scripture. Do you realize that when God told Abraham, sacrifice your only son. Praise the Lord. Do you know that God never wanted Isaac? God never wanted Isaac. God wanted Abraham. God never wanted Isaac. God wanted something from Abraham. So I told the brother, I said the same thing to him. I said, many times, God will create those saints around the home. Praise the Lord. And pretty soon we get into a defensive mode. And many times it's not about the children. 
It's all about my ministry. We don't care for what they are going through and what they are dealing with. I'm thinking about my ministry. Praise the Lord. So I told him, I said, brother, I feel a sense of fear in your voice. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, I believe that those children are going to be okay. I'm more worried about you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I told him, I said, I believe those children are going to be okay. Those boys are good boys. They love the Lord. I'm just worried about you. And he was earnest. He told me, and he said, Brother Juan, I've never seen it that way. I say, I'm more worried about you, bro. I pray that God get a hold of you. <laughs> I pray that God get a hold of us as parents. May God get a hold of us. Praise the Lord. Oh, may Almighty God get a hold of us. Oh, are we together? May Almighty God get a hold of us. Brother Branham shared in the message, we have seen the start, he shared at many places, he said that you notice, it had to be just at this time when this murderous king, Herod, nothing but a murderer. Praise the Lord. Now, so Brother Branham, in one sense, he was, he was relating there to the fulfillment of Jeremiah prophecy. So he said there has to be a killing spirit. There has to be a man that was possessed with a killing spirit. Because that prophecy had to come to pass. And we have a killing spirit in the earth. Of drugs and all of these things. Never in the history where all of these things have been exposed to young people. Praise the Lord. And we are trusting this system. We are trusting our children to this system. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, may God help us. Because we are right in the same time where I see Rachel weeping for her children. Praise the Lord. We are asking God, give me the Holy Ghost. Save my children. You love the Lord. Amen. Let's find a place to close here. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. And Brother Brandon will speak on the prophecy there in Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1 saying O barren thou that did not bear forth one of the only time I've seen Brother Branham use this was in spoken word is the original seed he says now the power of the believing church Christ has all power in heaven and earth. He said, what if he's in you? Christ has got all power. He is the sea word in his body. And he's in us. He in us becomes the C word in us. All that God was, he poured into Christ. All that Christ was, he poured into the church. He says that is the power of the believing church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All I'm saying this morning and, and uh, 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 laboring with you, may God give us grace. As we get to such a dark time, we get to such a uh, discouraging time and things happening. Oh, may Christ dwell in us. May Christ, may the pleasure of the Lord prosper in our lives. In so much that it will affect our relationships. You must remember. That's what redemption is all about. Amen. If we become salty, 
they will become thirsty. Let's stand on our feet. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let, let the song leader come. I want some of the young people to come up. Let's give some praise here. Let's show these, let's show these parents that we can worship. Come on, young people. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on, brother. 